Welcome to Live Well, Be Well, a show to help high performers improve their health and well-being. This is an excerpt from my conversation with Dr. Sarah Berry about why you should slow down on your eating. The link to the full episode is in the description. I'm shocked from what I've read in your research. I don't actually need to change my diet, but I more so need to change how I eat, which will have a bigger effect on my health outcomes. So can you explain this to me, that how I eat can considerably change the effect of my health outcomes? How and why do we do this? Okay, so we now know that there's lots of uh, reasons as to how food impacts our health. We know that the food itself is important. We know that our biology is important, you know, our gut microbiome, our age, our sex, whether we're pre or postmenopausal. But what we also know is how we eat that food actually is really important and how we eat that food can modulate the health impacts of that food, of those ingredients, of those different nutrients. And by how we eat, what I mean are factors like eating rate to how fast we eat our foods. I mean eating windows. So the time period in which we have our first to our last meal. So therefore, how long our fasting period is. I also mean things like eating frequency. So the number of times we eat throughout the day, the number of snacks we have. Also, how much sleep we've had. So these other kind of pillars of health can impact our health as well. And so there's lots of different ways as to how we eat can impact our health and also factors like meal ordering as well. So what you have for breakfast can actually impact how you respond to your lunch meal. And so just changing your breakfast can change your response to your lunch meal as well. It's such an interesting way to start to look at this because we can get so bogged down in what we're eating, how much we're eating, you know, the conversation around calories. So even just thinking, if we actually just take that information and move that to a side for one minute and actually just look, as you said, all of these different points on how we're eating. So eating speed, the order that we eat our foods, the timing that we eat our foods. So let's start from the top to see how we can start doing this. So how does the eating speed impact our health? Yeah, so Sarah, I think it's really important to caveat this, as I always like to remember, I'm a a boring (laughs) scientist, there is no silver bullet. And I'm afraid I can't give everyone the sexy answer that, you know, one simple change is going to revolutionize their life. That I'm not saying that what you eat doesn't matter. So I'm not saying, hey, everyone go and eat KFC, McDonald's every day, but just change the time that you're eating it. Mm -hmm. What I want to really make clear is that In addition to a healthy, balanced diet, there's all of these other strategies that can actually have a really big impact. And so rather than over-focusing sometimes on minutia in terms of changing this particular food and that particular food, actually there's other tools in our toolbox that can really improve Mm -hmm. our health. And they're often really simple to do. So, yep, let's dive straight into eating rate. This is something I've become really interested in uh, just over the last six months. It's something that we don't talk about either. And so if I was to ask you, how quickly did you eat your breakfast today? You probably probably didn't even think about it. (laughs) I didn't even eat breakfast. But when I do eat, I'm definitely someone who needs to slow down my eating. For sure. I'm, I don't tend to take a breath in between my knife and fork going into my mouth and putting it on the plate, which I know is something that I could easily do. Yeah. So we know that there's a huge variability in people's eating speed. And when we're looking at how we can change behavior, the first thing is, is 
do people actually vary? Because if we all do it the same way, then perhaps actually it's going to be difficult to change. I know when I sit down at the dinner table, I eat at half the speed. So I take twice as long as my husband takes. He wolfs it down. He goes and gets seconds, goes and gets third. Now, why is that a problem? Well, first, he's not going to like the fact that I've just pulled him out on this. That's a problem. But the reason it's a problem is because we know that if you eat too fast, lots of different things are happening in your body. So firstly, your food hasn't reached your intestine, which is where all of these receptors to do with how hungry you feel, how full you feel are stimulated. And so it takes nearly maybe 10 to 20 minutes for these receptors to actually be stimulated by the food that you're eating in order to say, hey, Sarah, you've eaten enough now. I'm full. You don't need any more food like stop your eating. If you're eating Mm -hmm. really quickly, you haven't given your food a chance to get to these receptors to feedback to say you're full. Additionally, what happens is, is when you eat more slowly, you have stretch receptors in your stomach that respond to this and slow down the rate at which your food is emptying from your stomach. So you have this more sustained stimulation of fullness as well. And so what we know from work that we've done at Zoe with our predict trials, but also other published work, we know that if you're that slow eater, like I am versus that fast eater, like my husband or you are, that typically on average, those people have differences in terms of their body mass index. So how overweight they are or their weight, they have differences in their cardiometabolic disease risk. So by this, I mean their type 2 diabetes risk, their cardiovascular disease risk. And we know that fast eaters tend to be a higher weight than slower eaters. We know that they tend to have a higher risk of cardiovascular disease, of type 2 diabetes. And then there's some fascinating studies where they've actually asked people to slow down the rate that they're eating, and then asked another group of people to continue eating at the same rate and looked at how that's impacted health as well. And I think that's what is really interesting. That is. And when you're saying that they have a higher rate of maybe type 2 diabetes or cardiovascular disease, is that because they've maybe got more visceral fat as well around their dominant? And is that where the link maybe comes in too? I think it comes from a couple of places. I think it firstly comes from the fact that people are eating more. And Mm. we know that. We know that fast eaters have a higher energy intake. We know that, again, from our own Zoe research, that fast eaters eat about 120 more calories a day versus slow eaters. We also know, and again, from our own research, that people eat more quickly have a higher blood sugar response, so a higher increase in circulating blood glucose after that meal than those people that are eating the meal more slowly. So even independent or in addition to the effect that a higher body weight and visceral fat has on these diseases like type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease, we also know that we have um, an unfavorable metabolic response as well, which over time will predispose you as well to cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes. Thanks so much for listening. To hear the full episode, there's a link in the description. <laughs>